forever. Dog. Regina's life is in jeopardy. This week on the podcast. Francine Pascal, Sweet Valley High, Hostage. Hello and welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast where we talk about YA pulp fiction from the 80s and 90s. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and um, I have a very special guest with me today. You've probably read the title, so you know, Um, (laughs) but you also know this is a Sweet Valley High episode. And so, of course, we have to have our Sweet Valley High extraordinaire. You might know this podcaster from Same Day Shipping but also from all the other Sweet Valley High episodes. <laughs> Ryan Mogi is here. Hi, Hi Ryan. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk about this book. And you did a really good job of communicating. This is not hostage. No. It's not hostage? No. It's hostage. Hostage. Okay. This bitch is taken hostage. And she's not even really. Her parents We are. already know she's dead. <laughs> Wait, so she is the one she's that dies on the, the, the cocaine. Damn. Okay, this girl Oh, she's my been through it. God, dude. Okay, for real, this girl has been through it. I, I and I had the thought, uh huh, right, where I was like, this bitch needs to stay in Switzerland and never she really come back should to have. Sweet Valley. Honestly, better life, better life, uh, longer, probably. Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't have gone to that party and done coke at one time and died. I can't believe she's the one who died from doing coke one time. Yeah, it's very Shit, sad, dude. What the fuck? And she's very sweet. Everyone says. She's so sweet. She's very nice. She is. Um, Ah, okay. So I thought that it could be her, Mm -hmm. but I was like, there's no way that so much could happen to one person. So much. And poor Nicholas. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Poor Nicholas. He just wants his sister to be okay. But she's not going to be for long. No. In fact, I think in the next book she dies. Is it that? No. Because it's like, it's like. Like, look at the, uh, in the, you know, next book or whatever. It says, no, like, on the, the edge. the next book is about hot hands. What's her name? Hands <laughs> off. It's about hands off Hanlon. Oh, right. That's right. And Ken Matthews. And, and Ken Matthews. Wait, so was this before Elizabeth dated Ken Matthews? Yes. Okay. That might even happen in the next, because as you may have noticed, there's not one mention of Todd in this book. Todd is out. Pers- persona non grata. <laughs> He has moved away. Okay, so he's gone. He's gone. And Elizabeth isn't even thinking about him anymore. She's ripe. Yeah. Well, she wants Nicholas. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. But then also Ken. But also Ken. Because they were special friends, her and Nicholas. I was like, what was that? Um, Let me read the back of the book really quick. Okay, On the Edge doesn't happen until number 40, and this is number 26. Okay, so so she's got a couple books. She's got a couple. She'll live for a little while. For a little. Um, Okay. When Elizabeth Wakefield learns that Regina Morrow has returned unexpectedly to Sweet Valley from Switzerland, she stops. She drops by to visit. A strange woman answers the door and says Regina cannot have visitors. With the help of Jessica, her twin, and Bruce Patman, Regina's boyfriend, Elizabeth discovers that Regina and her parents are being held hostage. If Elizabeth calls the police, the Morrows may be killed. So she, Bruce, Jessica, and Regina's brother, Nicholas, vow to rescue the Morrows on their own before the kidnappers take desperate action. Here's what I say. What's that? Give the guy the chip. It ain't worth your life. I you mean, know what I'm saying? If you're if you're the yes, dad. But the the plan, as we discover, is sure. not just to steal the chip. No, it's no. also to murder everyone. It's to murder everybody <laughs> because it's revenge. Um, but you're right. The, what is the chip worth? And right. what, you only have one prototype? 
Come on. Make another chip. Make another one. You know, who, you have the who plans. Who is this in Rio de Janeiro? What do they got? <laughs> do they have an infrastructure down there? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So basically what happens is Elizabeth like goes over to Regina's house mm-hmm. and she's like, well, she hears from the, oh, right. The delivery, the boy. delivery boy that Regina's back. Mm. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go say hi to Regina. It's so weird that like I didn't hear from her. Yeah. She's, she's suspicious. Like the word hostage instantly. is said instantly in this book. Oh this my book God. Does not, there's no war. Usually there's like three chapters of warm up in a sweet Valley high. Oh no, but we're no, straight. We into are it. right into it. I laughed so hard. There's a part that I laughed really, really hard. And it is a part that is <laughs> okay. Well, because she she jumps to hostage so yes. quickly because so of quickly. her past. That's right. She was held hostage herself. Yes, she and I did remember that. I took a screenshot of it because it was very very funny. Because Elizabeth is like, I think that Regina's hostage, and Jessica's like, um, I need to get a tan. Yeah, and like doesn't want to engage, and she's like, oh my gosh. You're being so heartless. And it's like, Elizabeth remembered the agony she'd been through several months before when she'd been kidnapped by an orderly who worked at Joshua Fowler Memorial (laughs) Hospital, where she and Jessica had been working as volunteers. The orderly was named Carl, and it turned out that he was mentally disturbed. He had never intended to hurt Elizabeth. He just wanted to keep her with him forever. So so all of this, this storm is occurring inside of Elizabeth's head. Yes. And it's very funny because like she, Elizabeth or Jessica is like, Liz, I know you're thinking about that time that you were kidnapped as well. Yes. And she's like, it's fine. It's different. Like she's so, they're all very like blase about the fact yes. that she was held hostage herself. They, re- they really just, because it, it doesn't even, it, Elizabeth mentions it maybe once again. And never again. Never again. Yeah. Because she's like, well, because it was fine, Ryan. Well, he didn't want to hurt her. He just wanted to keep her. Forever. Forever. <laughs> I just want to keep you forever. forever. Um, and then, oh, and another thing is, so uh, 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 Regina was in Switzerland in order to get her, um, uh, she was getting some like uh, experimental surgery yes. or something. On her ears. On her ears to bring back her, her hearing. hearing. Yeah. So she's back at 85%. Which is crazy. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, and she also like always knew how to read lips, I guess, or something. So it's like not a difficult transition yeah. for her. Um, I just can't believe that like she goes through this whole ordeal, mm-hmm. almost gets her hearing completely back. Yeah, and I guess she does, mm-hmm. only to then die at this party. It's pretty sad. <laughs> it feels like. They couldn't think of another character to have this happen to. Right. Well, because they're like, the twins can't die. But they could invent a character. Right. She shows up just for a moment. But instead, they take someone who we all like. Yeah. Who's very sweet. Yeah. said many times. She's sweet. She's so sweet. She's made Bruce Patman. I know. A reformed man. He's reformed. So after she dies, in the books afterwards, does he kind of like bounce back to being such an asshole? Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting seeing him and Jessica. They were like butting heads. Yes. Quote, but I didn't feel like they were really butting heads that much. It was more just like. They very, just tease each other. Yeah. And Elizabeth's like, guys, everybody calm down. Everything's getting <laughs> way too crazy. 
Um, She's such a wet rag. She- <laughs> <laughs> a wet rag. She is, though. That's what she is. Yeah. Um, but they are able to contact Nicholas, who's like in NorCal. Yeah, he's on vacation. Thank God. Yeah, seriously. Because otherwise he would have been in it, too. Mm-hmm. And then they bring him down and they're like, don't go to the house. Come straight to Bruce's place. Stay there. I did think it was really funny when they were like, I guess there's nothing we can do right now. Let's go to the beach. I couldn't believe that they went to the beach. <laughs> and then they did. That They went to the beach and like, it wasn't a bad decision. They had a nice day. Yeah, they had a lovely day. Uh, what's his name? Nicholas got to catch 40 winks on the beach. Well, he's and, been so stressed out. Well, he hasn't slept the entire time. Okay, but before Nicholas comes to town, we have to talk about the biggest failure in the history of the Sweet Valley Police Force, which is how they investigate this hostage situation. That they do not. They do not. They just show up. Yeah. Some random lady. That no one knows. That no one knows who doesn't have the same name as anyone. Nope. And in fact, they they know that the parents don't have siblings. Yep. Mm. She says, hi, I'm, I'm a stepsister. Mm. Regina can't come out. Slam. Slam. And the cops are like, perfect, perfect story. <laughs> Love that story. They're like, can't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. And they're like, Elizabeth, you're crazy. Elizabeth, it's pretty inappropriate for you to be using police time this way. Also, here's another thing is that Jessica, the way that Jessica flips on this. So at first, Jessica's like, okay, Nancy Drew. Yeah. Right? And she's like, no. And then. What is Bruce Ned Nickerson? <laughs> when she said that, I was like, okay. It was also like, Jessica, that means you read Nancy Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was, uh, that you you were talking about someone other than Nancy. Yeah. So you know the characters. You know the characters. So what are we talking mm. about here? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So here, a couple things with how Jessica approaches this hostage situation. One, she's like, at first she's like, you are so silly and cute for thinking that this is a hostage. Yeah. And then she's like, Elizabeth at dinner. She's like, Elizabeth, I have to talk to you about this because I figured out why. She's like, I've thought about it and you're right. But she doesn't say why. Mm-mm. So she just changes her mind for she no reason. She just changed her mind. I think she's like, this could be more fun. Yeah. It's more fun to believe that yeah. Regina was kidnapped than to not believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I know that they're seeding stuff for the next book, but like, you cannot make me care about. Hands off Hanlon and Ken Matthews. Yeah. And like her doing like doing this poetry reading. But it's a great opportunity for Elizabeth to read her poetry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, how, how can Elizabeth even have the bandwidth to, to talk about crazy. this with her? It's crazy because there are ways that they could link it to like because even because Elizabeth thinks the call is because she didn't come to school. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not. No. It just happens to be. That Suzanne, is it Suzanne? Yeah, I think Suzanne so. Suzanne Hanlon is calling on the phone. Yeah. From the principal's office. Yeah. To be like, can we do this poetry thing? Do you, essentially, do you want to help me plan this poetry thing? Yeah. And Elizabeth's like, okay. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, it sounds like you don't really have any help. Yeah. I guess I'll, re- I'll do a reading. I guess I'll do a reading. And also she's like, Suzanne, you're too like hoity-toity. Like that's too like bougie for this area. Like people are like, what is it too like high culture or whatever? Yeah. Like no one's going to care, but I guess I have poems that I can read. Yeah. You have poems. If you have poems then you can read it. Yeah. Come on, Elizabeth. Yeah. So that whole like B story, I guess C well, story to me, 
That one didn't work, but the Ken stuff did because it was insane how Elizabeth was reacting. <laughs> Who doesn't like English? Oh my God. Everyone okay. loves English with Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins is the best teacher. He's young and hip and he talks to me like I'm a peer. No one would ever fail that class unless something was crazy wrong. That was <laughs> the, the, the mystery there of like them being like, the fact that Bruce is even talking about this yeah. to begin with, like, okay, Bruce is driving them to a hostage situation, <laughs> okay? And he's like- It's a long drive. He's like, man, Ken's really, uh, woof. I mean, he might get kicked off the team. And everyone's like, wait, what? Not How? the team. Not the team. And he's like, yeah, the bicentennial thing that I'm doing. Yes. I guess, you know what? I Who knows? I've been in, I've been in, in intense, um, shock and trauma who knows where your mind goes here's the thing that the ken matthews thing is hot goss right and you and i both understand oh yeah always hot time goss. for it there's always time for goss. and sometimes you need the goss to get your brain off of yeah. the hostage situation right it's the suzanne business i don't care i do no, not care cannot care i don't about care about suzanne some business. snob yeah okay she's snobby okay she's snobby and she has no interaction with any of you no like we've never seen her in the book be interacting with and you except on the kind phone kind of people are i mean i called her hands off hanlon as a joke but it's kind of a mean nickname that the boys gave her for being not slutty i guess yeah i guess like prudish or not when you go on dates with them yeah probably more likely probably that yeah but like so what so what so she I can't remember the plot of the next book I should. I usually read the books on either side to like. Oh my god, that's why you're the best. But like, I did it this time, so I don't remember. It. It might be like a. Is this a fake dating plot? Oh, like, she doesn't want to be called hands off Hanlon anymore, and he doesn't want to fail English. So he, she's like tutoring him. Yes, but he has to pretend to be her boyfriend in the meantime because she's not very nice to him. See, this yeah, is sidetracking she, us. Yeah, I know she's not nice to him. In fact, she is like being snooty at the party yeah. with him and she, elizabeth is like another sign that something is up with ken <laughs> matthews because why would there why would he be dating a girl that's mean and also failing english not with mr collins as his teacher no one doesn't like mr collins when that tirade that lasted like four pages yes. about how like everyone loves Mr. Collins <laughs> and like and also everyone pitching in on like yeah you know English is like it's easy yeah and then some people are like well for you maybe Elizabeth because you're such a good writer your journalism and yes, such she is. and she's like yeah but like it's still easy and everyone's like yeah it is. I guess it is and so everyone's like very upset about Ken may be failing. This is the other thing is that it's not even, it doesn't even come off as goss. Mm -hmm. Cause like if you and I were talking about it, right? You and I are going to a hostage situation. Yes. Okay. But it's far away. It's, it's like in Manhattan Beach. Okay. We're going to be in the Whoa. car for a while. Yeah. I got fast track in my car, but that's oh, still not going to get, no. it's still going to be a while. I, I would be like, I'd be like, so did you hear Ken's failing English? Oh my God. And the English is like so easy. It's, not only is it easy, but Ken, like, is a native speaker. Yeah. So, like, what's he failing? He's probably going to get kicked off the team. Oh, my God. And, like, that's, like. It's going to ruin the centennial. <laughs> right? So, that's how we would do it. Oh, is it so different? No, because what they did was, like, what a shame. Oh, that's right. They were worried about they it. They were, like, worried about Ken. <laughs> no, like, we would just be, like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Like, what a loser. Like, he's failing English. Like, give me a break. But, like. Everyone's like, oh, my Ken. I mean, like, what are we going to do? Like, 
Elizabeth, like maybe you can tutor him. Like, okay, this is what I would do, okay. right? I'd be like, Ryan, you're doing journalism. Yeah. Maybe you could like tutor him. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? Because like, I like you know, this. he's cute. He's single. He's so cute. Yeah. That's what but I have. I don't know if he likes Mr. Collins. Fuck that. He doesn't like Mr. Co- Everyone likes Mr. Collins. All right, that's fair. Although Mr. Collins is kind of a creep. Why does Elizabeth love him so much? <laughs> Dude, she loves him. And like, I get that he's like her mentor in the journalism thing. But it's red flags. I remember always thinking, remember we, 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 we felt that it was red flags in a couple books ago. Yeah. Because he keeps like saying that she's like old for her age or whatever. Like he's like, oh, you're so mature and shit like that. And I'm like, Mr. Collins. And that was the other thing. He's described as young and handsome. Yes. You should not be described as young and handsome. No. You should be described as in your mid 30s yeah. with gray hair. I laughed so hard <laughs> at that she was mid 30s. Her hair streaked with gray. <laughs> Who was that? Who was it? It was Claire, the hostage. The hostage, the hostage woman. Yeah. Oh my God. She's the she's girlfriend so elderly. of Phil Dumphy. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend of the guy who's doing. Yes. The parents. Can you imagine you're dating some guy and he's like, all right, so I took these parents hostage. You need to like take care of the girl. But he is a guy who just got out of jail. Oh, that's right. So, you know. So, you know, right? He's like, jailish. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. And you probably are, are excited by it. Right. Because like, like probably into that. But also his crimes are white collar. It's so boring. Not anymore. He's not stepping anymore. it up. Yeah, he's changing it. He's changing it. to ho- Wait, is a hostage? Hostage is not white collar, right? No. <laughs> I used to be a lawyer. <laughs> I was like, maybe if you're holding a chip hostage. <laughs> right. I'm going to destroy the chip. Yeah. If you're doing like corporate, corporate espionage. espionage. Okay. Um, which is, I guess, where he started. But then he had time in prison. Too. Oh, my yeah. God. But he's got a hot son. A very hot son that Jessica likes. He likes to wear crop tops. Yeah. And he likes Jessica, too. Of course. he. Who? She's Jessica. He was wrong place, wrong time. He wrong, was innocent. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> he leaves and Jessica's like, peace. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Elizabeth's like, that was short lived. And Jessica's like, I got shit to do. Yeah. No, well, because that was the thing. She was like, she was really feeling for him. Yeah. And then like when all this shit went down, she was like, I do not know. No, I don't want to see you ever again. No way. Dude. I don't want you to go to jail. No. What is honestly, it? There's a lot of people that are in that category for me. No. I don't yeah. want you seeing. I don't want you to go to jail. Right. But I don't ever need to see you. again. What is it? I want you to eat, but not at my table. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. yeah. True. That's honestly most people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Because like I just, I have to be select. You know what I'm saying? There's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. You got to cut them loose, man. <laughs> They're dragging you down. You got to cut it out. And that's the case with this guy. Because there's a couple things. I'm not saying sins of the father, but I am saying that he did... He did go along with the hostage. Go along with the hostage yeah. thing. He really could have called the police. And that was the other thing is that like the dad being like, no, he stole the chip from me. Yeah. So like I have to hold them hostage. I'd be like, I just feel like dad, there's like a thousand other ways for you to get this chip yeah. back. And it does not involve me guarding these parents. Also, he just wants to go to the beach disco. He wants to. He can't. He can't. Because he has plans Monday at seven. <laughs> Oh, is it Monday at seven already? <laughs> the way she asked him out was very funny. But he's very into her, which like you said, of course, because she's Jessica. She's Jessica and she's good at this. I yes. think that's part of why she changes her mind. She's like, wait a minute. 
Yeah. I could be getting into some shenanigans. Yeah. I want to be where the shenanigans are. Yeah. She's fine. the one who comes up with the idea of putting the note in the magazine because that gray haired woman. Yeah, the elderly 30 year old. She has no interest in fashion or beauty. Well, yeah, because they looked at her and they were like, this bitch is dumpy. So she's <laughs> not interested in a fashion beauty mag. No. She'll give it to her, which she does. I'm shocked she did, honestly. I will say, and I know it's a short book. Sure. And they are trying to keep going. All of their plans just work. Yeah. They don't really encounter anything bad. There are no, I mean, there, there's the bad of the hostage. Sure. But I mean, they don't have any uh, adversity. No, there's no like ups and downs. Mm. It's all like, here's a plan. It works. There's another plan. I couldn't remember that. I didn't remember all the details of this book. I thought Elizabeth was going to be wrong about the hostage thing. Me too. But she's right. Yeah. She's like, every guess she has is just accurate. Yeah. And like when they like what? Oh, for example, when Jessica is like trying. So they do this like very intricate plan of like. Okay, uh, Elizabeth is going to like distract because they're going to do the drop. Yes, of the chip. Like Elizabeth is going to distract because they're going to use Regina, uh, the the hostage people, uh, to drop off or to pick up the chip. Yes, and then so that'll mean that she's out of the house, mm-hmm. so she can't be killed in public. Yep, and then so Elizabeth is going to you know get them metaphorically tied up at the, yep. at the place. While uh, Jessica and Bruce are going to get the parents out of the house. Right. Because Jessica's going to distract the honky son. Yep. And then Bruce is going to sneak around the back and get the parents out. So when that happens, even then, there's like some stuff that, quote, goes wrong. But it doesn't even really. There's no stakes. I mean, there is a gun, but then it goes off and no one got shot. No one got shot. It, And then it, there's another gun that goes off and... Almost hits Nicholas. But it doesn't. I thought Nicholas was going to get shot at least. I thought he was going to get shot in the arm or something. Something. But he doesn't. He just like wrestles the gun away from his dad and then buys them time. They are able to run away and then it's okay. Yeah. And then everything's fine. Yeah. And then the police finally show up. And they're like, so we were like very, they're like, oops. We really screwed up. That is like, they have to cover that up, right? Because like that's such an egregious failure. I mean, of course. I mean. Blue wall of silence, right? right. They're not going to, I mean, what Admit, are they, I yeah. mean, Elizabeth might write an article on the Oracle. But like who gives Who's going to read fuck? it? No way. And the morals are going to want this over. Yes. Because they want to move on. They want, they throw a freaking party five days later. I could not believe they threw that party. It was Monday at seven where all things went down. Yeah. Friday night they have a party. Well, now we, you mentioned Monday at seven. Why mm-hmm. is it that you know that so well? Well, here's the thing. It is <laughs> the only <laughs> clue that they have to figure out in the entire book Mm -hmm. like you could argue that this is a mystery sleuth book sure but the only clue everything else they just show up to places and get information yeah very easily but they get one clue and it's regina heard them talking on the the hostage takers talking on the phone and they said money is heaven Mm -hmm. money is heaven money is heaven money is heaven she wrote that in the little book and, and not just like money. She didn't just say money seven. She said money is heaven. I think that's a clue to what time and plate, like what time. That's the thing. <laughs> they knew what it was. It's not even like she was just like, I heard them say a bunch of things. They said money is heaven. I don't know if that has something to do with the chip. Like, no, she knew that money is heaven is related to the time. Yeah. So I'm not telling you that. I'm not saying there's a wrong way to be a hostage. 
However, uh-huh. I do. Oh, wait, th- you're going to blame Regina? <laughs> Regina's the one who's partially no, deaf. Right, I know, but here's the thing. Put two and two together. You know, you know that it means the date and time. And you're like, they keep saying money, money is, is heaven. heaven. Money is heaven. Money is heaven. And money it's like, is heaven. And I know it means when they're going to drop the money. <laughs> and it's like, Regina, I know you're stressed. I know you like you're being a hostage right now. But yeah. like, just take well, a second. It's also like, Regina, you've been reading lips. Yeah. And ha- being hard of hearing your yeah. whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Were you not using context? Cl- how did yeah, you how get through life? context clues then? And that's the thing, like, she's really good at doing that stuff. So then all of a sudden she's bad at it. Well, I guess it was because it was in the other room. Okay. And she was just hearing she didn't see any lips. Right. And then so Jessica's like, I know. And she's like, I, and this part I was like. Okay, this is after we've said money, money is heaven 30 times in the book? Yeah. Yeah. Money is heaven. All caps. Money is heaven. Money is heaven. Money is heaven. Money is heaven. And Jessica's like, I have to go think in my room. And so she's like thinking about it. <laughs> and she comes out and she's like, guys, what does she say? She's like, cover your ears. And so she makes Jessica and Bruce do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Elizabeth and Bruce. Yes. And then she says it over and over again. And they're like, oh, duh. Monday, Monday at seven. seven. And they're like, wow, Jessica. And she's like, that's because I read Agatha Christie books on the beach. Which I was like, no. Does she? A, I don't think so. I don't think she reads at all. No. She reads Ingenue. What's Ingenue, the magazine? I don't think she reads... Fiction? Fiction? No. And that was the other thing. She's like, that's what, like, she's like, that's why it's good that I read Agatha Christie and that you read, she's like, and not like you, Elizabeth, who only reads. And what was, what does she say that Elizabeth reads? It's something like, quote, dorky, but... I can't remember. It was like, I don't know like electronics manual, something like weird <laughs> where she's like, she's like, what the help that was. And then Elizabeth's like, I guess begrudgingly, I have to admit that Jessica was like really good at solving that mystery. The most obvious mystery in the history of mysteries. Seriously. Like beyond. Mm. Money is heaven. Mm. I guess when you see it written down, you know that thing? Maybe it's like that's that game, it. the game Mad Gabs. You know that game? I don't know Mad Gabs. It's similar to that TikTok thing that people are doing where it like has, you read the, phrase and yeah it's like that money is heaven yeah it's like that or it's like you know like you say different words and it then ends up sounding like a mm-hmm. common adm or something right. like that money's heaven so like your brain is like just fixated on like right on what the letters reading it yeah but they were hearing it mm-hmm. when they were talking to each other a lot and they knew that it had something to do with the date and time of when <laughs> the drop was going to happen <laughs> Also, I mean, I guess they did try to call the cops and the cops just kind of ditched them. Yeah, the cops really fouled up. So bad. I mean, they come through at the end, but. But like barely. I mean, they let Regina stay in captivity. Like the fact that they were sent there to check on a person and didn't see that person with their own eyes is wild. Yes, it is really. I mean, is it shocking to me? That they show up and this woman's like, she can't come down. I, If I were some kind of investigator person yes. who had authority, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, can I talk to her? Yeah, can I talk to her? And probably I'd want to talk to her alone mm-hmm. to see if she was going to say anything. Yeah. And honestly, it would have fit with this book if they did talk to Regina. Regina lied and said everything was yes. fine because she's trying to protect her parents. Yes. Like- 
But instead, they just make the cops into buffoons. I know. And I mean, maybe this book is saying something about authority. Don't trust it. It will fail you. Except if it's Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins should have come in on a motorcycle and like saved the fucking day. He would have. Um, Also, there was that moment when like Elizabeth comes in and she sees Regina. Mm -hmm. And Regina looks haunted. Yes. And she's like, Regina? And Regina's like, I'm fine. I need to go upstairs and lie down. And that was another clue to Elizabeth that like something was up yes. with her. Um, I don't, I, again, everything works out. Yeah, But very I easy. don't think that the compact was the perfect place to put the note when you threw it out the window. Mm-mm. One, Mm-mm. it's not that heavy. No, no. You get a hair tie and you like tie it to something heavy. Something heavy. I guess. But it works out. Again, it, does, again, it, it works out. I have critiques, out. but like everything works perfectly. Yeah. They're, even they go to the beach and have a beach day in the middle and of the this. beach day and is great. It's great. It's restorative for all of them. It's it's it is restorative. They all feel better. Um, and Bruce is being a good host to Nicholas, making he is. him breakfast. Yeah, giving him sandwiches that the sh- chef made. Yeah, and Nicholas is like, I hate this. I want to be home with my family. Yeah. And Bruce is like, Well, you don't like the bachelor lifestyle. <laughs> um, this I did laugh at how um just. What's the word? Insensitive uh, Jessica is. Mm -hmm. Because they're talking about how Bruce is like, something is fishy. Yeah. Um, uh, She was saying that, the woman was saying that she was Regina's aunt, which I know that she doesn't have an aunt. Right. And Jessica says, there's probably a perfectly logical explanation for all of this. Maybe Bruce is losing his hearing. Maybe she didn't say aunt at all. Maybe she's a cousin who just calls herself an aunt. So that I was like, don't make that joke, Jessica. Yeah. Because like, you know, your friend is like, she's she's going through it. Yeah. It's, it's not nice. But also that's like on the it's scale. It's kind of, of insulting. Yeah. But on the scale of things that Jessica has said and done, I guess not too terrible at all. No, honestly, Jessica and Elizabeth are, I mean, partially because all their plans work and they're doing well. Yeah. They, they don't really, they're kind of admirable. Yeah, like, they're they're pretty good at doing this. They're pretty good at at solving this uh this or saving these people. Um oh, I I I did take a picture of this part of Nicholas and Elizabeth were special friends. For a while the dark-haired 18-year-old had been interested in something more than friendship, but the timing hadn't been right for Elizabeth. She was very <laughs> fond of Nicholas though. That part made me laugh cuz I just the special friends thing. Yeah. I I don't think hmm. Noodle. Sorry, Noodle's here. She's it's very unusual that she's making an appearance. Um, so, I'm sorry. I'm distracted by this cat. <laughs> I'm just so excited to see Noodle. I know. It's a rare occasion. She got a bath yesterday. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, she hated me and then afterwards was like, unrelated to what you just did to me, I feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, after this book is over. Yes. And I think I know the answer to this. Is there any fallout from this situation or is it just kind of like mm, life as usual i think you know there's more parties at the morrow's house sure well because they're so happy they're so happy yeah but yeah no there's nothing i mean the fallout is ken matthews did you know that he's dating suzanne i know and she's so mean to him and, and she's he's so failing english and the centennial game is coming up so what is the centennial thing it's just the hundredth year that Sweet Valley exists. I can't remember okay. the drama. There's drama that happens, as you can imagine. I'm sure. But I can't sure. remember what it is. 
I mm. can't re- like I think they win the football game, but I can't remember. Or maybe that's when- against Palisades. Huh? Yeah, they might have start a rivalry. Is Palisades it- rich? Or yeah, are they rich bad? Too. They're rich and bad. They're the bad guys. <laughs> okay, I think Jessica at one point dates their quarterback. Oh, okay. They're yeah. Isn't there one where Jessica dates? She doesn't know it, but she's like, oh, he's a he's the leader of a gang. Or she thinks the guy's the leader of the gang. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. She gets into a lot of kerfuffles. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But I feel like this is the least horny we've seen Elizabeth. Oh, she's completely non-sexual. Yeah, which is not, you'd think she'd at least be hitting on Nicholas. Because she was, do you mean, do you mean, do you mean Elizabeth or Jessica? I mean Elizabeth. You think yeah. Jessica should on, on Nicholas? No, well, she's busy, I guess. Because Jessica is horny. She is very. She's very like porny in this one. She is. She's like, gee, Mister, I'm sure I'm thirsty from all this being outside in the sunshine. Crazy though, when you think. I mean, again, she's this beautiful whatever. But like that, she just walks up to some guy in his yard. I know, and it's like I'm taking a poll. I know a census. And then she asks, and that's the other thing is that he actually answers her fucking questions when he knows he is holding people hostage in his damn house. Because she's like, how many people live in your house? Not including the ones you've kidnapped. I mean, <laughs> how many people live in your house? And he answers. He answers everything. And and she pushes too. Like she keeps, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing that he is able to compartmentalize how he feels about her. Yep. With his attempt to not be caught. All he had to say was, no, I can't answer any questions. Yeah, not right now. Sorry. Can't, can't answer. Sorry. He can't help himself. Yeah. Jessica has powers. You have a lot of little tabs. I do. I have many tabs. So some we've already covered. Okay. Um, one is that apparently in the last book, mm-hmm. the twins' grandparents were in Sweet Valley for three weeks. <laughs> As somebody who has family in town for that long, it's too long. <laughs> three weeks is too long. <laughs> Rethink it. Also... I don't want to be ageist. Sure. But don't you feel like that makes those books boring? Because the grandparents are in town. What are they up to? What are I they mean, do? they're probably making the parents act funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's look at what the title. Let's, let's predict what this story was. Okay. So it is. Oh, the, the last book was called Nowhere to Run. <laughs> I think grandma's in an MLM. <laughs> And she's trying to recruit Elizabeth and Jessica. And they can't leave the house. They can't leave the house. They can't leave the house. What is she doing? Herbalife? It's Herbalife. She's, grandma's doing Herbalife. Mm-hmm. And Jessica kind of likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she likes, because Jessica's good at it. That's the yes, thing. Yes, Jessica's really good at it. But Elizabeth sees a dark side. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth from the get-go is like, something's wrong here. But then she decides to do an investigative journalism thing with it. Oh, my gosh. I guess Mr. Collins helps. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of meetings with Mr. Collins. Have you been approached by people to join an MLM? I have not. Mm. I've only been approached once. Which MLM was it? Did you even get that far? Arbon. Arbon. Okay. Uh, this girl that I used to be friends with in high school was like, hey, lady. And I was like, uh-oh. Mm. She like DM'd me on Instagram. Okay. And she's like, I just wanted to tell you that I always thought you were so funny and so charming and so smart. And I was like, where's this going? She's like, and that's why I think you'd be great at having your own business. And I was like, oh, oh. 
Yeah. And then she was like, as a small business owner myself, da 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 da. And she goes on and on. And she's like, let me know if you're interested. And I was like, I am so good. Thank you. I was like, I kind of, you know, I got some stuff going on with like, you know, my work and whatever. And she's like, I saw that you do VO. What's that? And I was like, I don't really need to just keep having this conversation. Because it was like, it was like why once I knew that the reason she was reaching out was to try and recruit me, I was like, there's no reason for us to keep talking. Totally. That was my one. That was my one. Oh, you know what? No, I knew a girl who did Herbalife. I knew a girl who did Herbalife. I worked with her at... At the Herbalife plant. <laughs> at the plant. Yeah. Yeah, we... You, uh, you worked the mid- night shift. Yeah, I worked the night shift. I was... It was like the mixing. I, I mixed the... Mixed the powders. The powders, yeah. There's a big hairball floating <laughs> in the air. It's noodles, probably. Um, Yeah. If you're listening and you're thinking about doing an MLM, don't do it. I don't think anybody listening is yeah, doing don't, it. Yeah, don't... Here's the thing. It's built... It's like capitalism. Mm. It's built for most people to fail. Yes. And by most, it's like a staggering most. Yes. Like almost everyone will lose money. Yes. And it's built on a lie of mm, progression. Yes. Or entrepreneurship because you don't own your business that you have. Yeah. No. It's you're not a small business owner. No. You're a cog. Mm Mm-hmm. In a pyramid. In a pyramid. Um, Noodle's very active right now. I don't and know And I guess happening. the other thing about MLMs are like, it's not just that it's a scam. No. But it's that it's a predatory scam that expects the people who have been prey to turn into predators. And yeah. that really is distasteful to me. Yes. And it's like, you have to turn into a predator to not keep being prey. Right. How, did you ever watch On Becoming a God in Central Florida? I don't think I finished it. It was great. I got to a part where she had like a moment of victory and then I. You're like, maybe like, just end it here. Maybe just take a break. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it. She was good in it. Yeah. She's really amazing. Good. She's so good. Um, she's underrated. Very. Very. Um, okay. So now we, we know that Jessica would get into an MLM and that Elizabeth would investigative journalism in MLM. Oh, right. Because of the grandparents. That's right. The gra- nowhere to run. Nowhere to run. <laughs> How could that be called that? I don't, I just, you know, I made that up. Nowhere to run? No, MLM. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay. No, but how could, how could a book where the grandparents are in town be called Nowhere to Run? It's probably a coincidence that the grandparents are in town. It's POV. Or from the mom. maybe this author just put that in there. <laughs> By the way, uh, I don't know. The grandparents are in town. <laughs> Three, Three weeks. weeks. What's that? Long That's time? normal. Yeah. What else? You okay. Got? How about, okay, this is early in the book. Yes. Elizabeth is very worried about the Moros. Yes. She knows something's wrong. Yeah. She's been there. She's seen Regina. She's scared. Yeah. She goes to talk to Jessica about it. Jessica's room is messy. And she's like, from one messy situation to another. Oh, yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> Such a bitch. <laughs> when she's there to get help from Jessica. Yeah. But the thing is, too, Jessica, like, water off a duck's back. Yeah, that's the thing true. with Jessica is that like she doesn't really care how bitchy Elizabeth is to her. Okay, and I get it. There's only so many pages. Yeah, and it's hard to build a mystery. Sure, but we also have how we reveal the bad guy <laughs> is Nicholas sees yeah Philip Dunson's face. Oh yeah, 
And then he's like sitting at, around for a little while. Yeah. And then he's like, that's right. His name was Denson. Philip Denson. He was convicted. Wait a minute. He got out of prison last year and moved to California. I'm almost positive. I think I remember dad saying something about it to the manager of the plant. So Nicholas just knows everything. Yeah, he knows all his dad's dirty laundry. And he, yeah, he has all the answers, but he doesn't know he does. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, right. It's not like that when he sees the guy, it's like, oh my God, that's Philip Denson. Yeah, that's the guy. He's like, oh yeah, that's the guy who did white collar crimes. That's right. He was in jail in California. Yeah. And just got out. Also, the thing about Philip Denson. Yes. I'm not saying there's a white, a right way to do a hostage situation. Okay, but you could do it better. Yes. I wouldn't be hightailing around town, pedal to the metal in my car all the time, looking super suspicious. No, bring all the hostages together in one place. Why are they in two Why places? are they in separate places? I didn't get that. Why was that? I don't know. And just put them in different rooms. Put them in different rooms in the house. Yeah, because then he has to race back and forth. It's crazy. And he has to depend on this woman. And his daughter. I mean, his son. And his son who can't deal with it. Yeah, it's. What was. Why bring Regina? I guess because she needs to be in Sweet Valley to get there on Monday at seven. But he drives up there. Money is heaven. Money is heaven. He drives up there. Money is heaven. I know. So (laughs) they could all just be at his house. I know. Which is probably safe because no one is expecting Regina back. Right. Exactly. Just keep her presence a secret completely. Yeah, that was weird. And okay, wait. So I could not really understand the physics of like what happens at the end. Okay. So Elizabeth has cornered Regina and Claire. And Claire. And Claire's like gray hair is shining in the light. Yes. Her 35 year old. Her 35 year old gray hair. And oh, that's right. The woman gets out a gun. Yes. That's what it is. So she gets out a gun and she's about to shoot. Regina? She's like... No, she's aiming at everyone. That's the other thing. There's a lot of people aiming guns at like five people. Yeah, someone could like sneak up and just yeah, take them out. Yeah, you would think. You know, it's just one good guy with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then she she shoots and it almost hits Nicholas. Does it not. And Bruce is there by that point, I think. Yes, because Bruce and Jessica have arrived. Yeah. Because they've somehow escaped... Noodles being so friendly. I know. I love it. It's because I've been out of town and um, she missed me. That's very sweet. Oh, so I was out of town and I was in an Airbnb for all the nights and then at like this little um, cabin lodge place for one night. Okay. This cabin lodge place that we stayed at had Lilabo toiletries. I was like, girl, what? You know I stole some of that you shit. Better. I emptied out my travel stuff and like, <laughs> like took so much of that shit. I was like, you know I'm taking that. Oh yeah, my hand soap in the bathroom right now. Ooh, I might have to go in there. Thirty three. I was like, excuse me. Yeah, I was shocked. You're living that life. It was a complete surprise. But uh, anyway, that I I always like finding out that toiletries are really good. But anyway, noodles here and she's she's very present. Um, so yeah, so. But by that point, then the police arrive. Well, finally, they're like, oh, RB, we were really bad. We really messed <laughs> we were up. We real bad at our jobs. Yeah, we were really, really bad at our jobs. Um, okay, if you had to pick to be somebody in this book, yes. who would you be? 
Here's the thing. I really like being right all the time. Okay. So I'd probably want to be Jessica. Yeah, she's so right all the time. She's so right all the time. She like she's the hero of this book. Yeah. Yeah. But and you get to flirt with like a hunky hunky armed guy and successfully and, and successfully and his like baggage ain't your problem. No, you're never going to see that man again. Yeah. Wait, which of the twins is it that like gets blown off by that guy that's like see you on the high seas maybe? Is it Elizabeth? Elizabeth. <laughs> That's the most Elizabeth shit. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I would choose well, Jessica Because Jessica too. would murder someone if that happened to her. She'd be like, you will see me on the high seas. I'm going to become a sailor. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, no one, you, I guess, yeah, you wouldn't want to be Regina because you're a hostage. <laughs> I will say Bruce also gets, because usually Bruce isn't a jerk mm-hmm. and everyone's calling him a jerk all the time. And I think he gets tired of being called out for being a jerk. Yeah. But in this, he's kind of not being a jerk. And he gets the girl and saves his girlfriend. Because that was the other thing. The most moving thing that Elizabeth has ever seen in her life. I was just going to say. Okay, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it? I I think I do. I was like, Elizabeth. (sighs) It was Don't you like read or watch movies or something? Like there's more moving things in the world. But Elizabeth, this also, I don't understand why she can't feel jubilant. Okay, but Elizabeth couldn't feel jubilant yet. Before Nicholas hugged her, she had witnessed one of the most moving sights she had ever seen. (laughs) Regina, her eyes filled with tears, had turned from her parents to put her arms around Bruce Patman, and the two had held each other lovingly, as if they'd never, ever let each other go again, not as long as they lived. How is that moving? That's a hug. That's a hug. This, okay, I'm about to go on a little tangent. This is reminding me, because the feeling of like, her being like, wow, this is so moving. And then me as a reader being like, what are you talking about? It reminds me of I went to this wedding. I think I've told you about this. Mm. Wherein the bride's dad was a preacher and he okay. officiated the wedding. And he was like, also I was mad because there was no open bar. Mm. And there was no food, only crudite. Uh-oh. And it was like in Chicago. So I had like flown there. It was a the whole thing. Anyway. Did Disney characters show up? Because I think I saw an anime about this. <laughs> yeah, but only for 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, and then the dad says, the man is the provider and the woman is the helper. And I remember like my date for the wedding like grabs my arm. because yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And then I turn and I see the bride's mother weeping with like, touch- I'm so touched. Oh. And I remember thinking like, what are you crying about? Yeah. There's like nothing moving about this. This is, this is, this makes me feel, if anything, rage. But I mean, she married this man. Yeah. This so is, she likes that. She likes this. She probably is honored to be called the helper. The helper? The helper. Later, there was another couple that was sitting with us and they yeah. were very funny. Um, and uh, the girl was kind of like openly complaining about the wedding yeah. a little bit. She's like, man, there's like not even food and like there's one bottle of white <laughs> wine. Like what the fuck is this? And then her husband was like, hey, come on, sh- you're being a little loud. Like, and she's like, don't shush me. I'm not your fucking helper. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> See, that man gave you that moment. Yeah, hilarious moment. A move. I moved. I, I was actually, I was like, they're cute. That couple's cute. <laughs> you know, like, I, like you can be like, don't shush me. I'm not your fucking helper. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Uh, man's provider, the woman's the, the helper. The man's provider, the woman's the helper. 
And then on top of that, crudite. That's more egregious, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I understand weddings are expensive. Get a pizza. Don't invite so many people. Yeah. Have a smaller wedding. Yeah. If all you're offering is crudite, and I'm sorry, I'm going to be, here's here's what it really was. Because this was a wedding of about, I want to say, maybe like 75 people. Okay. In attendance. Three bottles of wine for everybody. That's, that's, that's insult. I'm insulted. Yeah. On your behalf. I'm like, get some two buck chuck then. I don't know. Or don't, I mean, maybe you don't serve any alcohol. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather it be a dry wedding than what you just like wet my whistle with like a taster of white wine. Well, yeah. How did they even serve that? It was at the bar. So you just had to be one of the first 10 people in line. Yes. There was no dancing. There was no nothing. Was that a religious thing? Oh, maybe, because he's a preacher. Yeah. It might have been. They were a couple who, um, he was like really proud to show us the engagement photo pictures. Oh, Engagement no. photo pictures. Engagement photos that he had done where she was like on a run around the lake in, sh- in Chicago, and he like bounced out of the bushes at her. At, what? Yeah, like popped. Wait, oh, so when you, oh, you don't mean an engagement photo shoot. Well, it, you mean a, the time that he proposed? Yes. Okay. But it was, he had a professional photographer hiding in the bushes <laughs> with a like fucking sniper scope. I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, I'm like, hey, I'm on a run. I'm on a run, which is my time away from you. Yes. And like, maybe I could have been PRing or something. And 100%. you're going to pop out of me. and then Which and, is scary. Yes. Excuse me. And then- he takes her over to this like picnic of like two jugs of beer. One says Mary, the other says me. So they drank. They had m- almost as much alcohol at their engagement. At their engagement for just them too. Just the as their wedding. They did for their wedding. Insane. Yeah. Also, marry me. Marry me. Here's the thing. I get that stuff yeah. for promposals totally. Yeah, sure. It makes sense. It's cute. Yeah. Your mom can help you build it. Yeah. And your teenagers. And maybe you're getting married when you're teenagers. Sure. Okay. They were young, I guess. Yeah, they were in their 20s. I think the, I think the, I don't know. We've talked about this. I have specific tastes. But like. Yes, we have talked about this. Yeah. But like writing out marry me. Oh, I can't. In the sand. I can't. Or like putting it on the jumbotron. <laughs> or like all of those things are so inherently cheesy. But I guess people are cheesy. So like. Some people like if, cheese. If that's I don't. Vibe. Yeah. Because we've talked about this. We have in depth. I'm like, if you're going to propose to me. You're two single people who have serious yeah. ideas. Yeah. Serious ideas. Right. But oh, and then everyone that we've shared, though, it's burned. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, if you I and I have talked good about good ones. I know you burn them. I can't believe it. I know. You should have kept them secret. In my heart. Then I, I mean, would just be disappointed when they don't happen. Now I know, I know they're not going to happen. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, because I remember saying, okay. If someone's going to propose to me, it's like we're on a hike. Yes. We're at like our favorite place or whatever. It's like something like very beautiful. And it's just us. Yes. Cool. Great. If it's a public thing, I'm really, really disinterested. If, But also there are props. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Here's the problem. The props. The props. I mean, the velvet box. Fine. Sure, but that's not a prop. That's a container. That's a container. <laughs> Containers, yes. Props. Props. Okay. If you on your cricket, mate, on my cricket, because I'm not going to be with someone who would buy a separate cricket. No, no, no. That would be crazy. Yeah. We have a cricket in this relationship, but I'm bringing it. Right, right, right. They use my cricket to make something that said, marry me. Yeah. 
to put on okay. some merch. Okay. Ryan, okay. So you're dating this guy. It's going great. great. Oh, man. I can't wait. This is- <laughs> <laughs> Manifesting the future. I love this for me. Um, he takes you. I'm trying to think of just like, I'm trying to come up with the worst situation. For the you. worst. Si- okay. He's like, let's go red wine tasting. Oh, no. Which we know you I get migraines. I can't have a drop of it. I will get a migraine. Yeah. So he's like, and it's really hot. Oh, no. It's down here. It's Southern California. <sighs> Quite hot. And he's like, they don't have anything else other than, other than wine. But he's like, and I've invited everyone we know. <laughs> you just flinched. <laughs> and everyone's there. And you're like, this is interesting. Yeah, it's weird. And you notice that like his outfit's like a little bit bulky. <laughs> oh, no. What is under this clothes? <laughs> and he starts like unbuttoning his jacket he's sweating too it's yeah, so yeah. hot it's out. so hot it's he's so wearing hot. so many layers he's like slowly unbuttoning it and you see like the beginnings of like a top of an m <gasps> okay and on his shirt it says m and then on his pants he so- starts taking off his pants uh-huh and his pants say a uh-huh <laughs> and then he grabs <laughs> he grabs your brother no, Stevie's there. Stevie, do you got eat on this? Stevie's there. Stevie's outfit's kind of bulky. Oh, no. <laughs> and Stevie starts taking off his jacket and his outer pants. Uh-huh. And there's like an R. Oh, no. Stevie's shirt. <laughs> and then another R on his pants. I think I'm going to say, stop. <laughs> I have to rethink everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I no, honestly, I have to sit through it. You, yeah. Even when you see like, where this is going, yeah. And then he's like, "Look at your plate." And then there's a Y on your plate. Okay. <laughs> it's not even consistent it's not what done. the letters are. <laughs> and then he's like, and then the waiter comes, and they're like, "Would Would you like the check?" Yes, I'd <laughs> like the check. I'd like to go. <laughs> so they give you the the piece uh-huh. of paper, and it says. Question mark. And he's like, wait, wait sorry. Wait, no. it's all, he's like, it's he out of order. Okay. Like, it's out now of order. I'm kind of liking it. I like that it, he screwed up. <laughs> and then, so the waiter leaves and he's like, he's so red. This oh, guy. no. He's like, this is so embarrassing. Um, and then um, your your mom shows up. <laughs> My mom is late. <laughs> <laughs> My mom ruined the whole thing. <laughs> your mom shows up late. <laughs> and it's because. She has a tray of hot dogs. No, I don't even like hot dogs. I know. And then the hot dogs spell out. Is it me? Because I think that's all that's missing. Yeah, me. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, this is part of the public proposal problem. Yeah. If you you care about this person, you're not going to say no. Right. And then he falls to the ground. Like (laughs) heat stroke? (laughs) What's going on with him? EMTs swarm no. the, the place. Oh no! Is this part of the? They're bit? crisis actors. No, <laughs> and they revive him. Or no, they don't revive him. They're like he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess I'm relieved. I didn't have to answer. <laughs> so you say that? Thank God I didn't have to answer. And then he sits up and he's like, "That's really fucked up, Ryan." <laughs> I worked really hard on this. This feels like a Nathan Fielder <laughs> experiment. Which are you watching? Yes. The rehearsal. Y'all, if you're not watching oh it, it's so, it's so good. 
very hard to watch. Very hard to watch. But excellent. Yes. It's excellently made. I at that point, once the hot dogs come out, <laughs> I feel like there's something else happening. Mm-hmm. There's like a hostility to this proposal. Because <laughs> it's all things you hate. It's all things I hate. <laughs> every every piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. Including making my brother and my mom be part of it. <laughs> my poor dad is standing there. He doesn't even have a role. He's going to feel so left out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, he is also in flip flops. <laughs> All right. I-, I think we've hit the wall. There's yeah. no, <laughs> there's no, there's no way. There's no way to move on. You end it with him. I think it has to end because I'm going to be so obviously not pleased. Right. Like, it's going to be a huge fight. Well, because, yeah, he is pissed. He did get mad at you. Of course he'd be pissed. He said, this is fucked up. I worked really hard on this. And then, like, just out of, you realize, like. Yeah, by the way, you're there. What are you doing? I'm there. How are you not saving me? Okay, so. As my friend, I feel like. Okay, I failed. I did fail you because as I was seeing all this on. Are you just texting Patrick? What are you doing? Okay. Yeah, because Patrick didn't come. And neither did neither did Colin. Patrick and Colin didn't come. I'm there, and I'm texting them. Where are you guys? <laughs> and I'm like, question, question, question. And then I send them like the clock emoji. No, I think I need to ride home with you. I didn't drive there. No, <laughs> I didn't. I took Uber Pool. <laughs> and no, I took a Lime scooter. I can't hop on the back of that. No, sorry. One person only. Oh, my God. No, I mean, I think it's, it would be the end of everything because yeah. I'd feel so misunderstood as a person. Oh, yeah. Every detail's wrong. But maybe the that's- The actual experience of it would be so horrific. Yeah. And I feel b- kind of bad for him because he did try. Yeah, really hard. He just hard. failed so badly. Okay, so you find out- Uh-huh. <laughs> that this was all- so. Me and Patrick and Colin found out something about this guy. Uh-huh. He's an embezzler. <gasps> and, like, we just didn't want you to be with him anymore. Okay. So he asked us, like, what should I do? So you sabotaged my relationship to yes. protect me. Yes. Well, I guess you are a really good friend. Yeah. I Thank you? Yeah. Here's the thing, Kelly. I hope that you know <laughs> that if you find out that the person I'm with is committing crimes. Sure. Committing crimes. Yeah, actively. He's actively, you, he's, he's embezzling money from Arby's. You are, f- <laughs> is that where we met? Arby's corporate. I was on the lowest day of my life. <laughs> yeah, and he was doing a site visit. <laughs> I do like their Jamocha shakes. I, um, I like their food. I know it's trash, but. I, I'm never craving it, so I just go decades without eating it. Right, right, same. But I do like a Jamocha shake. I like curly fries. The curly fries are good. Yeah. Maybe we should go to Arby's. Yeah, dude, I'd, I'd, I'd eat it. <laughs> um. But I think that if I'm with someone who's committing crimes, yeah, you have, you know, like sometimes, like some, you find out someone's cheating and you like don't want to tell because it'll blow right, back on you. Right. I promise you, I commit to you. Oh, okay. It will not blow back on you. You won't shoot the messenger. I will not shoot the messenger. Okay, great. I want to know about the crimes. Okay, then I'll tell you. And here's the thing: if if someone that I'm with is committing crimes, yeah, let me know or tell me what what should I do. You should tell me. Well, here's you should tell me, but you should also be prepared. 60, 40 chance. I know it's happening. You know what I'm saying? But like, but do you want, but then, but then I can, I can, here's the thing. 
Oh, I see. If you know it's happening. Yeah. And I tell you it's happening. Right. And then I say, I know. And, and then you say, you know. And then the police question me later. Right. What are you going to do? I mean, I, I'll probably take the fifth because I knew about a crime and didn't tell anyone. Right, right, right. But I also, I don't, I don't ever want to testify against you in law, in the court of law. Oh, right. And, and that so would put you in a bad place. I don't want to, well, I just don't want to, I don't, if you are committing crimes. Right. If it were a crime, this is, if it were a crime, it would be a deserved crime. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It would be like he was doing espionage during the Trump administration to try and like get rid of Trump or something like that. It would be like that. Okay. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, you know, he did a B&E on like an elderly lady's house or something, you know, and it probably wouldn't be violent. Okay. And I think we've talked about this because yes. I think my brain is so, I'm anti-cop, but I'm also anti-crime. I know. I know. So I think that I could know you do crime, mm. but I think it would, I think it, I think it would end our friendship. Yeah. It would color your perception of me yeah. for sure. But I don't think I would turn you in. I wouldn't turn you in. Oh, that's nice. But I don't know that I could, could stay friends. Stay friends. I think it would have trouble. Yeah. Well, cause I'm much more morally gray than you. About that specific thing, yeah. I think. Um, I think if you were like, if you ever came up to me and were like, and told me, because that's the other thing. If you just came up to me and told me like, I really fucked up, like I did this crime or whatever. For you to have done something like that, like I would know, like, because it's you, I'd be like, oh, I know that like, that was super desperate and like also probably like technically like de facto correct. Mm-hmm. Even if it's de jour illegal, yeah, it like was morally correct to do the thing, and so I would like help you, and I would always assume that it was like not intentional, whatever it was. You know what I mean, right? Whereas there are some people who, if they told me, I'd be like, mm, "You're shady," and I feel like maybe you're bad now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I guess we're talking about these all in hypothetical, but in reality, I probably would have moral relativism with you and excuse your crimes to be honest i probably would yeah because I, I know you and i trust in you and i believe in you yeah so like i mean i would expect judgment for sure like for you to be like kelly what i'd be worried about you i think yeah like something's up with me but like if you did like the office space crime mm. where you were like rounding all these zeros yeah. and you yeah. stole a million dollars yeah i, I would i would question your judgment really it's still from the company right yeah yeah and they're trying not to steal that much but then they steal a lot of money right 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 right, right. yeah <laughs> i don't know if i would do something like that i guess i'm being recorded i was thinking of a yeah that's true i you wouldn't should. do something like that no you wouldn't you never. Would never um and i certainly would never take someone hostage did i ever tell you and i don't know why i was thinking what are this. you about to say it's not that crazy but it is where I I wanted to steal from this company because okay, so I was working at this place and we had like a coffee maker, like a normal twelve cup coffee mm-hmm. maker, and that's what we would drink our morning coffee out of, whatever. And it was a small office, maybe ten of us. And this new owner bought bought our company, and he's like, "I'm putting in a Keurig, so I'm upgrading all of our coffee." Okay, so we put in a Keurig. He bought like the variety pack. When it ran out, he said, "You have to buy your own cups." Uh, what? So we went from having like, and the company would buy our coffee for the coffee. So he machine. took it away from you. So he essentially took away coffee and was like, you can buy your own cups. 
so nope. I wish I had stolen from that company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not a stealer. I'm a scammer, though. Ooh, okay. Like, if something is, like, like I was talking about how I filled up all those things of Lalabo. Yeah. If something is, like, free to take. I like free shit. I will, like, if anywhere has crafty or some shit. Yeah. I'm opening up my bag and taking all that shit. Because it's gonna either, like, if it, if it isn't taken by people. Like, and this isn't, like, I'm taking it from other people. Now, I do you feel the same about taking bagels as you do about taking packaged granola bars? Hmm. Well, a bagel's harder. I mean, I guess it would be, yeah, I guess so. Because to me, the bagel, they are going to go bad. That, yeah, they're not going to serve you that tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm not taking that away from anybody. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I take a box of granola bars, yeah, those could have been served in a week. Right. Those could have been served. Oh, yeah. No way, dude. If I get brought on to do a gig and your studio has like a table of crafty, yeah. I'm taking like three of each, putting it in my bag. Put it in your bag. Yeah. For later. Because that's a snack. Yeah, it's a snack. Yeah. And usually those studios are not paying enough. So then I think of it that okay, way. Okay, well, that's another thing. Yeah. They're doing wage theft, so you're doing your own kind of theft. Yeah. Because that's the other, like, if it's, and this is the thing, if it's like a SAG job or something yeah. like that, or like when I was working at TBS and like yeah, those yeah. ones, there's no need to take any of that stuff because like the second you're hungry, they're like, you want something? Like, we'll right. order you anything. Like, da 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 whatever, whatever. So like there isn't an, I'm never hungry. Right. Whereas, like, if the thing that you're offering me for lunch is a table of Nature Valley bars, mm -hmm. I'm like, I guess I'll take five, you know? Um, but, yeah, I do like scamming. I do like finding loopholes and pretending to be stupid and getting extra but stuff. do you like scamming people? No. Not individuals. Companies. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would feel bad if it's a person. Have you watched Not Okay? No. Um, it's a movie about essentially a scammer um, about like a girl who uh, pretends to have been a witness to a terrorist attack and <gasps> use that to like have Okay, I would never do something cred. like that. Oh yeah, my God. She uses it to get like social media cred. It's it's Zoe Dutch and Dylan O'Brien is in it. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay, I would never do anything stolen Valerie. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. But because that to me is like disgusting. That is so abhorrent. What about like, um, oh shoot, what's her name? The New York girl. What, the one who pretended to be yeah. in 9-11? No, she pretended to have rich parents and so she just scammed a bunch of rich people to get her like art gallery off the ground. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't see that. That's not too bad to me. Right. Yeah. Who are the victims? I think it's that. Yeah, the, 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 the morality has something to do with who the victims are as well. I mean, hugely for me. Yeah. Because there is kind of a me making a moral judgment in my head. It's like how I don't believe in the death penalty, but I believe in vigilante justice because I'm like, well, I'm always right. I yeah, know. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I'm like, I could take that person out because they're bad. And I know they're bad and the world would be better. But you don't believe the state should be able to do that. Because I don't trust them. I trust me. <laughs> <laughs> or I trust like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad that I. You there helped. are certain people who's. Okay. Like, for example, if you. Just spitballing. Okay. <laughs> if you became a vigilante crime fighter. Sure. I would 100% help you. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But would... if you like. But that's illegal. If you heed someone's car for cutting you off in traffic. Ew. I know you would never. But I'm just saying. Like. Yeah. I wouldn't help you right petty wrongs. 
But I think right. if we were, if we do this, yeah, theoretically, yeah, we would be taking out the people who need to be taken out, and we know, yeah, who they are. Well, yeah, no, they would be like, you know, people like Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Essentially, as good as yeah, Seal Team Six. Yeah, that, like, is that Zero Dark Thirty? That, yeah. Is that the movie about them? Um, yeah. Um, but I think I guess what I'm saying is like this book really made me want to get into some adventures. Oh, me too. Yeah, and it seems very. And again, it, it seems very, very easy. easy. And you can save people, and then you get to go to a fun party afterwards. Yeah, great. Like there were there were no losses on this. No. Easy. Bad guys went to jail. Yep. Good guys got their fancy house back. Mm-hmm. And Regina got to move back home and finish the rest of her treatment in Sweet Valley. Boom. Easy. So that's the book. I mean, I, I would say read it. It was very e- quick, funny. Yeah, I recommend it. I do wish I didn't know the rest of Regina's story. Oh, that it ends so tragically. Yeah. I can't believe she tried cocaine and died. Just one time. Just one time. Math, not even once. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, well, thank you so much, Ryan, for doing the yeah, show. Yeah, this was super fun. You're I always... hope we didn't get into too many sidetracks. Oh, whatever. People can fuck off and die if they hate it. <laughs> um, but it's always like so fucking fun having you. Um, do you have anything that you would like to plug? And where can people find you online? Um, you can find me at rmogi, R-M-O-G-G-E, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I feel like, listen... If you liked this episode, listen to the other episodes of Teen Creeps about Sweet Valley. Yeah. Listen to the Over the Edge episode. Oh, right. That'll be, it's like the, this is a prequel, basically. Yeah, we did a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So thanks again to Ryan. Check out her stuff. Um, You're seriously like one of the funniest, silliest people I know. So happy to know you. I'm so happy um, to know you. (laughs) uh, Thank you. And a very special thank you to... uh, uh, all of our listeners, um, if you want to check out the show, uh, or, uh, if you want to check out the, our Patreon, we have a lot of really cool stuff for you. Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Uh, a very special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Howitz, Amanda Kay, Amanda Nangle, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Brian Petty II, Caitlin L, Carrie Ham, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B, Drew Aranis, L.A. Lagos, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T, Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Saoirse Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Kodiak Siegel, Coy, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Mary N, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bassert, Rashad B, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. And if you want to help the show, leave a happy review on um, any place where you get your podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate that. Um, next week, uh, we will be covering a book that I can't share because you'll check it out and I won't be able to read it. So uh, it'll be a surprise. <gasps> and um, uh, thanks again to Ryan. Uh, and 
We'll see you guys next time. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.